Good morning. Uh, at least it's it's morning for me. But good, whatever time zone you live in. Welcome to the Yabo Podcast, uh, Battlegrounds Podcast. Let's talk about Battlegrounds. So I'm gonna share some stuff about the meta again. You know how the meta is shifting, how to play right now because it's constantly uh, it's it's, it, it's constantly changing. And I think recently it's been going very fast, and and people have to constantly relearn the game, myself included. Also, be talking about the big shakeup coming soon, like a bunch of cards changing, uh, and that's gonna completely change the game. Yeah, it's gonna be so different to play, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So, we'll speculate a little bit. Also, talk about channel updates, so things that I plan on doing soon on this channel because I have a lot planned, a lot of cool stuff coming. Uh, and also, tips about the grind, because in case you don't know, I have no hair left. <laughs> Reason for that is I, I did a challenge uh, where I had to hit rank one or I shave my head. And guess what? I, I shaved my head. I gave up. Uh, I'm going to talk a bit about that if you want to know what it takes to become the best because I got to rank 4 EU. That was my peak. I was really close to rank 2. And I just dropped and I, I didn't see the point anymore. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that if you ever want to try and hit high ranks as well. What it is like to grind, things I learned, how to play better, how to improve a lot faster. Because in one month I went from 9000 MMR, which was just barely leaderboard. Uh, back then, that was two months ago, to all the way top 10 EU, which was my peak, the highest I've ever been in one month. So I will hopefully be able to help you guys out as well with that. And some of the mindset between setting a goal like this and uh, what it actually does to you. So let's get started with the meta, as always, the, the usual stuff. Uh, so NA and EU apparently play very different. I still don't play on NA, but a lot, I, I watch a lot of streamers play on NA and also talk about the differences on EU and NA because I know a lot of them play on both servers. Turns out that NA is super tempo, even more than EU. EU is a bit more greedier. Uh, I always thought EU was very tempo based, at least recently. I also still play for tempo and I feel like I get out-tempoed quite quickly, but apparently you can still get away with greed and I've noticed that when I played yesterday, that you can still triple to sixes and fives and stabilize um, relatively easily if you know how to play well. Uh, and I, apparently that's just not the case on NA, so... Uh, one thing as well is that the tempo bolts are so good. If I get early deflector bots, I usually just stick with them. I usually just say I'm maximum stay on tier 4, because that always gives me a top 3. Uh, you can play taunt comb, just taunt your deflector bots, taunt your max, put them in the bag. Fuck, I spilled my coffee. Luckily it's not that much, so... <laughs> I'll leave it. Uh, but yeah, what was I saying again? Yeah, taunt build. So, Max with, with arm are really good. Just arm in general is nutty. It's 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 great. Um, also menagerie. I think it's one of the best builds right now. We're on, one of the most consistent builds. Whenever someone triples into an early light thing, they're just set, right? They just buy a couple tribes. They level up. They play a good menagerie. Find some mogadons. You you're likely to win the game, or at least get a second or third to another high roller. Uh, but yeah, Menagerie has been one of my top performing compositions together with Max and Taunt build on EU, I'll say that. Uh, beasts are viable, they're not that great because they need a lot of high roll, they have good tempo with an early Mama Bear and then Goldring can still potentially pop off, but you still lose to a lot of stuff. Uh, Elementals as well is, is insane, like Gar is in such a good spot right now, if it's a no Murloc lobby and you find an early Gar, you're also just nuts. Um, yes, there's, there's, there's been a lot of games where a power level to tier 6, find... Lil Rag, Genie, Gar, and just like explode and people don't know how to deal with it and you just kill the lobby. Um, 
one of those games might go up on the second channel. So in case you don't know, I'm also restarting the second channel. But that, that's for later in the podcast when I'm talking about channel updates. Anyway, uh, dragons as well, they're always good. They've always been one of the best tries because you can just scale so reliably if you find one or two Caligos. Like one Caligos is probably too slow. Two Caligis, Caligoses. Anyway, two of those uh, usually scale quickly enough for you to get a decent board and then you just find Adina, get shield and everything and it's very hard to beat that unless you play really well, you're bigger and you have like a ghoul second or something like that. Um, but it requires a lot of specific things for you to beat a high roll dragon build. Uh, same with elementals. I guess elementals are easier to counter with poison. Um, so those high roll builds are often better than menagerie or taunt compound mechs, but they're harder to pull off because you need a lot more pieces, they need to be on tier 6, while those menagerie and, and, and um, Taunt max can stay on tier 4 or 5 and just get super strong, right? Uh, so this meta doesn't feel very or less spiky than before. It feels like gradually scaling. It feels like people get stronger and stronger and stronger every turn. Well, previous metas, it was a case where people just like play weak boards and then just pop off. Whoever pops off first kills the lobby, right? So it's just like this guy spikes, this guy spikes. You gotta avoid or dodge people who on their spike. It feels way less spiky right now on EU and uh, at least, uh, there is still spikes uh, in spell lobbies especially, spell lobbies are still spiky, like don't get me wrong, if you're playing in a lobby where people get spells, you're gonna uh, face a high roller with double Eliza on turn 8, like you're gonna get some some of this stuff and you wanna dodge people. Or again specific heroes like Jandis, still a big issue, if you face Jandis on her spike, when she gets two 5 drops, yeah you're also fucked, same with Hooktusk, um, maybe Ticketus, like there's still heroes that have that spiking potential, but it feels way less prominent than it was before. So you can get away with just playing for stats, playing strong boards, leveling, maybe playing a little bit greedy and trying to get a small spike going uh, into some direction. But uh, if you just play consistently, you should do relatively well. At least that's that's my experience. Um, so yeah, that, that's good. I like metals that are not too spiky because otherwise it just becomes a gamble. Who are you going to face? What are the matchups like? Uh, who gets the ghost? Because if, yeah, if there's like one dead guy in your lobby, then the greedy people at the bottom just get the ghost. Also, what I don't like is that the bottom four doesn't get the bad spells. So how spells work uh, is that if you're in a bottom four of a lobby, you're less likely offered no you're just not offered the bad spells uh, if you want to know what the bad spell spells are and how that works i would suggest checking out the video that i made about spells um some time ago what the best spells are and how they work but basically yeah if you're at the bottom so if you have low hp you are more likely to get good spells offered right so for that reason power level heroes and greedy heroes perform a lot better because they take a lot of damage level up and then hit a good spell to stabilize and then just like explode right uh, so i don't like that they use health as a metric to identify people who are weak because very often that's not the case people who have low hp are very often the power level heroes and the heroes that are about to pop off are freezing a triple into a six drop um, so i think they gotta rework that somehow i don't like it i think they might actually reward the strong heroes more than the weak heroes um at least I'm happy that they took some measure to like try and balance spells, but I don't think using health as a metric is the right way to approach it. Uh, although I'm not a developer, I don't know what how, how else I would approach it. I don't know how else I would change it. That's not up to me to think about. I guess I could think about it, but I haven't yet. Anyway, there's probably more elegant solutions. Uh, also, I feel like this method is very tribe dependent. Depending on the tribes in, 
the lobbies play completely different. Like if there's no mechs in, suddenly tier four and three comps are not there. You want to go to tier five. Like there's no arm, or you can still do arm comp, but it's not as good because there's less divine shields. So you got to roll exactly uh, Cyclone and Bronze Warden and Argus, and then you can find arm and start scaling. That's so many pieces. So uh, like no mech lobbies are so different and weird. Same with no pirate lobbies, then going to sixes is risky because if you triple into a six and get Eliza, you win. Uh, but if there's no Eliza and if there's, let's say, no dragons or no elementals, then tier six is dead. You want to triple into fives and go menagerie, probably. Uh, I think it's just very interesting. Same with Quillbors. Quillbors, I didn't mention Quillbors, by the way, uh, when it comes to Hyrule tribes. But yeah, Hyrule Quillbors, obviously, still insanely good. Tier four Shaker Quillbors, okay, doesn't get first very often, but it's still good to stabilize with. A lot of tribes or a lot of compositions that are good to stabilize with right now as well, so which is pretty good. If you face a high roller, you have ways to like play down, play Kiraju comp, play arm comp, shaker comp, and you might be able to still get a top four and like reduce the MMR loss. Um, but yeah, so tribes and especially with the lot of leveling curse experiment experimented with right now, uh, like some tribes are good in tier four. So if you see quillbors and demons, you're more likely to power level to tier four because uh, then you can find the hex rune, you can find egg. Uh, if there's dragons, you can find herald and scalebane and all that stuff. So uh, tribes uh, like identify whether or not it's good to power level to tier three, whether or not it's good to power level to tier four, whether you should stay on tier one for a while, get some pairs. It's so interesting. I'm not going to go over every tribe that's good at every tier. That should be an entire video on its own. But um, I think they really dictate the pace of the lobby and the triples that you want to take. Um, which is really cool. So I would look into that and learn about that a bit more. Uh, last thing that I want to talk about is, yeah, that it seems a very experimental meta. I, I've never seen this many different ways to play the game. Usually there's just like, you level like this, you do this. Uh, there's like a couple of ways that you play the game. You triple into a five and whoever hits the, the first light thing wins like stuff like that but right now uh, i've never seen this many leveling curves appear in a single meta like people are now experimenting more with um the i think I, it's called the chinese curve you can also call it the warrior curve or the tier one curve whatever you want to uh, call it that has a million names by now it's a curve where you stay down on tier one till seven gold and then you double level on seven gold like um, you just level sell level so you skip tier two essentially like one turn longer than rafam you stay on tier one and the goal for that is to just find little pairs and then you level up twice three times and then you triple into fives with all the pairs that you have frozen or that you hold in hand uh, this is good for heroes that get economy like yog or xyrella um, this is good for heroes like reno that really want to hit a triple early on um, it, it's fun to experiment with and i've never seen this many people try it out learn about leveling curves i've seen a lot of four and four as well which is people that power level straight to tier four um, or people that power level more to tier three i've seen a lot of people do the jeef curve i think most people like to call it or I don't know what to call it. It's when you stay down on tier one for one turn. On five gold, you level. You need a token for that, so you can sell by. Six gold, you just skip tier two again, level. And then seven gold, you could skip tier three as well, depending on your shop and what you're looking for and, and want to do. So, so many different fun leveling curves. Uh, I might make a video about all the leveling curves because actually it's quite a lot. Minder made a spreadsheet. If you don't know Minder, he is a good player, part of the community. He made an entire spreadsheet together with other people. I think Jake Kirk also helped with rating every curve, how good that is. 
Uh, I'll leave a link in the description if you want to check all of the leveling curves. I think it has like 10 or 20, maybe even 30 different ways that you can level and play the game. So it's so cool to see. Um, I, I don't think we've ever had this many people interested in learning new leveling patterns. So I like it a lot. Uh, I, there was a, a lot of talk about the meta, but I think it was it's very interesting to see how the game is shaking up. So let's talk now about the big shakeup or the big update that we're getting soon. I don't think we have a date yet. It should be uh, this month, later this month, maybe next month. I don't know. Uh, but basically, they're reworking all the classes. Uh, every class is getting a couple cards reworked. Uh, they're still going to keep their identity. So beasts still have the same identity. Dragons, pi like pirates was the example that they gave. They uh, have a new tier 3 pirate, which gives you a coin if you control another pirate. So every turn you get a coin if you control another pirate to keep like the, the money theme going for pirates. And there was a six drop that every two turns you control it, it gives you random golden. So that kind of like ties in with pirates as well. We had that pagel like give you a golden chest that was reworked and, and money is like a big thing in pirates and, and gold. So they're keeping, that, that's like a clear example of keeping the same concept for every tribe but they're changing up units to make it feel fresh like you're playing a new game kind of what tft does a lot i don't know if anyone has experience with tft also an auto battler uh, but they used to change heroes and, and cards a lot uh, to constantly make the game feel fresh and introduce new matas uh, of course hearthstone is a more casual game they like to keep things simple so it's easier for people to step into it um, but yeah, it's good to do a big shakeup from time to time. I hope we see more of these. And it'll be fun to uh, experiment again with all the new possibilities. Uh, I'm hoping personally for a demon rework. I think most people want a demon rework because demons... I don't know, they're in a weird spot, right? Uh, they, they don't really see much play. You can play big weavers, but then you just lose to bigger scaling late game. Uh, and self-damaging also isn't like the, the best or most consistent mechanic. Because if you take a bit too much damage, there. You're screwed, right? And it's back, there's more e easier ways and better ways to get a lot of stats than cell damaging. Um, like Homunculus is, is worse than um, the Acolyte of Cthulhu. Homunculus is 2-4 Demon that deals 2 damage to you. I'm going to explain the cards, by the way. I've gotten a lot of comments from people that I should pop up cards and, and heroes when I talk about them. I'll try to explain every hero card that I talk about because I'm looking to get this podcast on Spotify as well so then there's no video feed uh, so to try and make sure that this is a completely audible experience not just video experience I want to be uh, I don't want to edit anything in so people that just listen to this are not missing out but yeah Homunculus 2 for Demon that deals 2 damage to you on tier 1 and Acolyte is the 2-2 Reborn Taunt on tier 1 which is strictly better than Homunculus most of the time um, and doesn't deal 2 damage to you uh, and, and, and stuff like that. And it, they took out Floating Watcher, which was a 4 4 on tier 4. That whenever you took damage, got plus 2 plus 2 as well. For Big Fernal, the 6 6 now, like whenever you summon a demon, gets plus 1 plus 1, which is just. It's kind of weird. Are we now into a summoning demon meta? And then if, if it fits with jugglers, right? And then you play a juggler comp. A juggler comp is really bad late game. Um, demons just need a good late game. They just need stuff, like Mulganus is not enough of a reward to play Demons, for example, in Tier 5 or Inmama in Tier 6. So, I'll, I'm excited to see what they do with Demons. I hope they're finally becoming like somewhat more of a viable tribe that is not just purely early game tempo and then just drops off. Uh, because that can also be pretty toxic. Uh, also, let's talk about Cosmetics. We finally got Cosmetics, I'm so happy about them. Venari, I've been playing a lot with it. Tika Lord Rag, uh, the two different bartenders. 
they're fun. They're they're okay. Uh, Venari can be a bit annoying. The same voice lines over and over again. But I guess you get used to like Bob, um, Deacon Lord. I haven't played enough with. Uh, but yeah, the the new skins as well. One thing I'm sad about is that the new skins are all for heroes that are not that good. Uh, like the best heroes, Hukta, Shijendes, Galakron, like they all didn't get new skins. So uh, most of the heroes that you see in your lobbies didn't get a new skin. All the bad heroes got amazing skins, like AFK, um, Mayev, like all, all the heroes that are <laughs> very low ranked and that you, I almost never take got some sick skins. So it's kind of kind of sucks, but there's a lot more skins coming soon. I saw like there's a lot of skins that you can already browse and check out that are not that available. So maybe in the future with some sort of update or event, we'll see. But that's very exciting. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, I mean, yeah, they're, they're just giving a lot of love to Battlegrounds recently. I like that they're doing so many updates, uh, changing stuff up and, and things like that. And also they're taking care of a lot of bugs that are still in the game for so long that they're finally looking to listen, a lot of bugs being fixed, so I'm really happy about that. And that begs a question that I say every single time on every goddamn podcast. Esports? Maybe? Like, they're getting money now from all the cosmetics. I know a lot of people have bought it already. Uh, it's pretty expensive, I know. I had a lot of comments of people calling me a greedy and a whale for buying <laughs> the cosmetics, like, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's good to see that they finally might uh, monetize Battlegrounds a little bit, as long as it doesn't become pay to win. It's still free to play, everyone can just jump into it. The perks you can buy with gold, gold is pretty easy to get with the new tavern pa or with the new uh, battle pass, whatever it's called. Like, I got so much gold by just playing only Battlegrounds and I don't even refresh my quests or care too much. Um, so, it's easy to get it for free. So, yeah, I, I think they're doing a really good job monetizing it and then hopefully with money comes them seeing that this mode has more potential for esports. There's so many big tournaments being organized. They're so fun to watch. They're doing really well. So many talented players that just grind every day on top of the leaderboards. Like, it's insane. Just give us a competitive scene. That's all we ask for. Anyway, we move on because I'm going to keep rambling on to esports for, for way too long. Uh, channel updates. So, this is a bit more about what to expect on It's Ben 321 on YouTube uh, and maybe Twitch. So, the second channel is semi-active again. I try to post every single day a, ga a gameplay video from Twitch. So yeah, I stream on Twitch again. Um, but it, sometimes I don't have time to add it. Like I, I work I don't work on so many different projects. I do other videos. Uh, so I try to make... Like this is my least priority, my second channel. But if you want to see gameplay, I'll promise I try to upload as much as possible. So if you want to see my best games or, or want to learn from uh, games that happen on stream, Go check it out, it's in the description. But uh, if there's like an upload missing, yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen because it's not that my highest priority. Uh, I also stream back on Twitch. A lot of people have been asking that, that joining my Twitch stream, why are you? Why did you leave YouTube? Um, well, this could be an, a half an hour video in itself uh, because there's so many differences between Twitch and YouTube streaming. In short, streaming on YouTube business-wise is probably smarter. Like if I look at it as, a business entity. I get more viewers on YouTube. Um, like it's just uh, I'm the only one on YouTube. I should grow more on YouTube then. But Twitch has its pros as, as well that I kind of started missing after a couple months. I really like the community there. Like all the streamers there, all my friends are on Twitch. Uh, and I miss interacting and hanging out and raiding each other. Uh, also, it has just more tools. It has more emotes. Uh, it has 
more of a community. I don't know. I still like the YouTube community. I like you guys, but I think I'll keep streaming on Twitch for now. I might do YouTube streams once in a while, maybe tonight or in a, in a couple days. I'll, I'll see. I'll just say hello on <laughs> the YouTube stream again because it's been a while and I want to like test it out again. But yeah, Twitch, in short, has a lot of pros that I missed and that uh, maybe business-wise, it's less good for me to be on Twitch. But I, I want to not burn out. If I do stuff that I don't enjoy purely because I want bigger numbers, I'm not going to enjoy this. I like content creating. I like making videos for you. I like playing the game. So I want to do stuff that also doesn't drain me mentally, if that makes sense. Um, Upcoming videos. So what can you expect on our channel? So here's a podcast episode. I know I haven't done too many in a while. I'll try to get some more guests on because I like just interacting with people. I think the coolest thing about the Hearts of Battlegrounds is the community. There's so many cool people. So I want to, yeah, have more, more chats with people about the game. I think that's, that's a sick, sick thing. I enjoy that. Um, oh, of course, hero guides, right? Me talking about heroes, uh, talking about this and that and doing guides. But I also want to do more experimental content. I, I've been doing the same content for so long, like all just guides and me talking about updates. And I used to do BG review. I stopped doing that. Uh, I might bring that back, but I also just want to like experiment with different things. Uh, you, so if you'll see videos pop up, I'll still make them about battlegrounds, of course. I'll still try and make them educational and it's still me. It's still going to be in team of the channel, but they're going to be like new styles or new um, series or new ideas that I haven't done yet just to mess around with and of course I want to make stuff that I enjoy again I want to make videos that I like making so I can keep doing this with like full energy full passion so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do some of that and I hope you guys enjoy the content as well because I'm gonna try and pump out more content I used to do like daily videos for a time that's insane like I, I used to upload daily on this channel uh, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I just didn't sleep, I guess. Then I started the challenge of hitting rank one. Uh, and then I streamed every day on Twitch. And I made like one video a week or one video every two weeks because I was so busy grinding. Um, and now I want to probably not do daily videos again, but at least a couple times a week I want to upload. I still want high quality content. I don't just want to shit post, right? Because that's what you guys didn't sign up for. So only the highest battlegrounds content, but I'll try to up the quantity as well. Uh, Aid, now for the grind. So for those of you that are interested in hearing me talk about what it was like to try and hit rank one, everything that I did to improve and how I was able to in one month hit a peak from like bottom leaderboard to rank four EU. Um, I'll share all of that with you right now and also why I quit. Uh, I didn't quit because I gave up. Uh, I quit for a lot of other reasons because I'm still grinding for rank one. I'll still be grinding a lot just less, not daily anymore. Uh, but yeah, okay, let's get into it. So first some tips if you want to grind. Uh, the first one is to take breaks. That is something that I had to uh, figure out the hard way. I used to climb, like I, I, the first days that I started this grind, I started streaming 12 hours a day, like 10 hours and eight hour streams, insane streams. Um, and I realized that it, it, I could do it for a couple days and then I just started sucking and I got so tired and my brain couldn't focus anymore. And it, your brain is not made to work at 100% capacity for 12 hours straight. It's just not possible. Your brain can't perform optimally for long stretches of time. I remember a stream as well that I streamed for three hours. I did really well. And then I just started sucking. I got eighth place, eighth place. So I just left my stream on, went for a walk for half an hour or an hour, got some food. I got back, I was refreshed. And then I started killing it again. And I started climbing back up. Like, it's okay to take breaks. Grinding is not about putting the hours and the time in. It's about putting the good hours and time in. Like, the, 
the time that you are most efficient or that you are the best at it. Um, identify how long you can like play optimally, the how long it takes for you to um, slowly like decline in your ability to play the game and then just take a break or just quit for the day. It's better to play less but more efficient than a lot. A lot of people that play incredible amounts of, of hours like climb and then drop, climb and drop. And, and they're like, yeah, it's, it's very swingy, but honestly, it's the game isn't, it, it can be pretty swingy, but if you play 12 hours and you went 50-50, what's the point? <laughs> you wasted an entire day. It's better to just climb and then drop, and then stop, stop the climb, and then go again next day, and then drop climb, and until you climbed, stop again. Uh, a, a real good um, analogy that I made is with investing. It used to be a lot into like Bitcoin, into cryptocurrencies, and just investing in general. Now less, but uh, basically you want to try and um, know when to dip out, right? You're onto something, you invest into something, you see the curves go up, and you want to sell at the right moment at the peak. Because if you hold on, if you're like, yeah, this can go better and better, you're going to start dropping. And then if you dip out, yeah, you lost money. And if you're like, okay, but it's going to go up again and you drop more, you lost money. That's basically how, how better guns works. Like you want to dip if you feel like you're at your peak and you're going to start dropping. But most people are like, nah, I'll, I'll do better. I'll still climb. Then they start dropping. And then they say to themselves, I'm just going to get it back. I'm going to keep playing. I'll get it back. And they drop even more. No one to dip out. It's okay to dip out. Um, okay, so that was a big rant about taking breaks and how important it is to identify when to stop playing because it's a hard thing. Trust me, it's, you want to keep playing just to get your ranks back, but it's not always okay. Like switch to another account, switch to NA or EU or to a Smurf account, all right? If you want to keep playing, but just don't play on your main anymore. Uh, the second thing is to actively try to improve. Don't just play the game. If you keep playing the game and you're like, it's all RNG, I keep dropping down, it's just a swing, uh, I, I'm so hard stuck at this rank, then you're doing something wrong. You're 100% doing something wrong. Why? Because someone is a thousand times more ahead of you. Someone is rank one, someone is rank two. There's people that are higher than you. Why? Because they do stuff different. They play better. So you gotta identify what you're doing wrong. If you keep being hard stuck, if you keep swinging around the same rank, it's you, it's not the game. And that's the biggest um, thing that I see people talk about in my comments and everywhere, that the game is 60 or 70% RNG. It doesn't matter. If someone is stuck at 9k, they have a downswing and they're never going to climb and it's it, it just they, they see no point. Uh, and I think I'm the living proof of that um, because I was hard stuck 9k and I, I was just playing the game and I thought I was it was just a game and I was good enough to climb. I was not. Uh, when I started this challenge, I played three games straight. I was still stuck at the bottom of the leaderboard, but I had Miner in chat and other people helping me out. I took notes. I started looking back at every game. I started my stream and looked back at the previous stream, all the previous game I, games I played, and every pivotal point, so every turn that a big decision had to be made, like should I level, should I uh, take this triple, should I freeze? So like the big things that decide the game, I paused and I looked at all the different lines and I have this notebook on my PC. I don't know if I can show it, probably not, uh, but it has all screenshots of uh, of games, of like big moments. And I write down all the lines and which one is the best one. I take notes from different streamers. I watched a lot of other people play. And then I changed my gameplay. Most important thing, change your gameplay, do stuff different. If you're stuck and you keep playing the same and the same, you'll keep being stuck. Play different, just try out what you wrote down. And sometimes you gotta remind yourself, like while I'm in a game, I alt tab and I, I read what I should be doing or what I'm doing wrong. 
and then I try to implement that. Even if it feels wrong, even if it feels like that's not me and my playstyle, uh, you gotta go out of your comfort zone. And then I started to realize, wait, I should pick this card more, or I shouldn't level here. I, I, I always had the idea of I should just power level and high roll, right? Like if I high roll, I win the lobby. Realize, I realized that that's too RNG related. So I always talked about me getting unlucky. Oh, I power level and I could have hit Mama Bear, I could have hit this, I could have been so strong and I take exact lethal here. And yeah, but I was relying on RNG. That was my issue. I blame RNG because that's what I was relying on. I had to stay down more, play more for tempo, and then level and get strong. And that's more consistent, at least in that meta. Like, meta's change, of course, I'm not generalizing here, but for me specifically as well, I had to play a bit more um, safe. I, I Like, tripling into four drops is fine, I would never triple into a four drop. That seemed like a sin to me. <laughs> tripling into trees is a sin, though. But um, yeah, I just started doing stuff different, and it worked, and I kept climbing. And then I started hitting top 100 and then I hit front page and then I just kept going and I hit top 10 and I was I was mind blown because it seems like something snapped in me and even as I was top 10 I was learning because if you stop learning there you're stuck at rank 10. I'm, I'm stuck at rank 10 I'm not gonna improve I had to still learn and improve if I want to hit rank 1 right so I kept climbing I hit rank 4 I was one win away from rank 2 EU and then it was just me and XQN who's ahead of me but Due to some things happening, like my life has been a roller coaster recently and I couldn't focus on the game anymore. There was so much other stuff going on and then YouTube and um, yeah, things that distracted me that I couldn't focus. I just lost my games. I got upset. I got tilted again. Tilt is also a big thing that destroys your focus. Like if you get angry at the game, you're just not focused anymore because your mindset is just all on. Yeah, it's just bullshit. It's all RNG. It doesn't matter what I do, right? Um, so I was really good at not getting tilted, but I got tilted uh, at games and I started dropping and I dropped a thousand ranks and uh, I was like, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> so uh, another reason why I stopped the challenge or why I quit is because grinding takes a lot of time and effort. I have so much respect now for people that are like insanely high ranks because it takes literally all of your time if you want to be the best. Uh, you, you can't really have a full-time job. If you want to grind and hit rank 1, you need to spend your time sitting on our players, playing every day, getting better, and yeah, just grinding. Uh, like my two months of grinding, I kind of neglected my YouTube. I neglected a lot of things. I um, <laughs> ordered more meals instead of cooking myself, which is a small detail, but so many other things in my life got neglected, including content creation. I want to be a content creator. I want to make YouTube videos. I want to entertain you guys. And, and educate. I don't just want to play the game every single day for eight hours to be rank one because then I'm rank one and then what? I have a small number next to my name. Uh, the reason why I started the challenge in the first place is because I wanted to be rank one because it's cool, I can put it in my bio, I was rank one EU pog or like it, it kind of as a validation right because I was only bottom of the leaderboard, I was making educational content, um, there's like this entire community and I was I felt like I was seen as the underdog there like just sitting at the bottom of leaderboard I wanted to prove myself basically that I have the ability to be good at the game and I feel like I kind of did but I also kind of let myself down right because I, I stopped I, I quit and I only had rank four I think that's good enough because in the end I realized that the main goal for me is not to hit rank one but to be a good content creator so that is my second challenge that I'm doing right now I quit this challenge because I realized that I actually don't really care that much about being the best at the game. I just want to be good enough, if that makes sense. 
like I feel like I could if I grind for five more months, maybe I'll, I'll be able to get there, right? But I don't want to waste that much time. I don't want to waste or keep um, my priorities like so messed up. So instead, I will be changing the challenge to hitting 10k subscribers on this YouTube channel by the end of the year, or I'm going to delete this channel. So I'm going to try and put all my effort and time and focus into this YouTube. Uh, if I don't hit the 10k subs by the end of the year, my channel will be gone, deleted. Uh, so hopefully that motivates me enough to push harder, if that makes sense. Uh, anything else that I missed? Um, mental barriers, I guess, is the last thing that I wrote down because grinding, just like any sport or like any discipline, if you want to be the best, it's not that much about just doing a lot of stuff and like physical barriers. It's mentally very challenging because you got to keep on edge. You got to keep being the best, like perform 100%. You can't perform at 50, uh, 95%. So if you're like a little bit out of it, you can't play because there's someone who's going to perform at 100% who is ahead of you, right? Um, another thing is uh, imposter syndrome. That's something I, I kind of struggle with, which is... In case you're not familiar with imposter syndrome, it means that you kind of feel like you don't belong there, you don't deserve it. Like once I hit front page, I was like, but I'm still learning. I don't even know the game. Like there were so many questions. Every game that I played, I asked myself questions and I was like, I'm not sure about my plays, but I was front page. So I felt like I, I was, I didn't belong there because I felt like I wasn't an expert yet. But I, I mean, I'm front page. So I think I proved myself. There were days where I only got top trees, like five hour streams. I only got top trees, like maybe one bottom four in there. So I felt like I was consistent, but I felt like I didn't deserve it. And I feel like everyone will go through that. If you're grinding and you're really high rank, you will doubt yourself. And you will ask yourself the questions if you actually made that rank or if you just got lucky. Um, another thing is overambitious. Like a lot of people have, or at least me, get very overambitious. Like I want to be... Number one, I want to do this. Like you have your mind set on something and you only see that. But what you don't see is the things that come with it. So a lot of people get ambitious. I want to hit a new goal and a new uh, like MMR. I have so many people come in my chat and say, yeah, I'm going to hit 7K this month. Uh, I'm 500 away. Uh, but then they come back the other day and say, yeah, I dropped 300. I think I'm quitting. <laughs> because people just see the goal. It's kind of like a, another metaphor. You see the mountain right and you see the top of the mountain but you don't see the mountain itself like people see where they want to head head to where they want to end up at the top of that mountain but they don't want to climb it uh so with ambition comes two more things that you need to keep in mind and that is discipline without discipline ambition is nothing you can have whatever goal you have if you don't have the discipline to work for it you're not gonna end up there very simple and that's the hard one there's days where you're gonna slack like for half a year now i've been trying to do youtube or like content creating full-time and it takes effort to every day. I don't think I've taken like an actual day off because I also, well, I, I make daily videos for Slissa. Every day is a, a day that I make videos, basically. I don't think there's a single day that I haven't edited a video or streamed. Like recently, I've been streaming almost daily. Uh, it's just, you got to stay disciplined enough to work for what you want to achieve, basically, which is pretty simple, self-explanatory, but it's not easy. And the third thing is grit. And uh, Grit, I guess I could do an entire TED talk on what Grit is. I saw that talk about it. But basically, it's the, the thing that you have that keeps you going and pushing through. It, it kind of ties in with discipline, but discipline is more like very um, strict, very routine-based. It's just having, like sticking to your goals. And the Grit is just the ability to keep powering through anything. Like same at Battlegrounds, if you're rank 
8,000 and you drop a thousand MMR, it's very likely to just say, I quit. But if you have grit, then you're like, okay, I'll get it back. It's going to take me a week maybe, but I'm going to get it back and I'm going to work for it. Um, so those are things that you have to keep in mind. I hope I didn't demotivate anyone with this. So if you're grinding and you're listening to this and I'm like, oh, fuck this, I don't care. You can play the game for fun. You, not everyone needs to be the best. You can play for fun. And if you feel like you want to push for a higher rank, just yeah, learn a little bit. You you don't have to try hard as much as I did if you want to hit 9,000 or 10,000 MMR, all right? Like, uh, I'm specifically talking about rank 1 EU, which is the hardest thing to achieve. I didn't achieve it for a number of reasons, because it's so hard, right? Barely any people achieve it. I have a lot of respect for people that get there. Um, but yeah, whatever goal you have, uh, if it's a smaller one, like, you can apply this, but, like, take it easy. Don't be as hard on yourself. Just... Yeah, learn, keep these things in mind. There's a lot of other things that are here, but I don't want to make this this podcast episode too long. I also don't want to bore you too much. I don't know how much you folks care about this. This is about Battlegrounds, right? I talked about the meta, about the video game. Uh, like, I don't know how much people care about talks like this, about more of the, the mental game and the, the like top... I don't know. I hope you enjoyed it though. Please let me know down, down below in the comments if you enjoyed uh, me talking a bit more about this side of the game instead of just, and about content creation, I guess, instead of just purely the meta, right? Because every podcast episode, I'll talk about the meta, I'll talk about what's happening, updates, new heroes, right? And maybe a small guide. But I think it's also interesting to share other sides of the game and like backgrounds. So if you enjoyed it, please let me know down below in the comments. Uh, also, Liking liking this uh, podcast is appreciated. I don't know if you're listening to this on Spotify. That'd be very poor. But can you like on Spotify? I actually don't know. But thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the <laughs> enjoyed it, and hope you you guys get to enjoy the next episodes as well. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to catch more podcast episodes. But mainly guides, I guess. I do more guides than than podcast episodes. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed this and enjoy the rest of your day. And take care. Have a good rest of your, I don't know what day I upload this and what day you watch it, but hope you have a, have a good rest of your day, no matter what day it is. Goodbye. <laughs>